We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. Uh, I want to, like, I, I sometimes I do this where I put, like, a little bit of something before the episode to kind of uh, give a little context, and I think this is one time that deserves it. We really want to promote uh, a couple things, and that's why we're uploading this. So tomorrow, by the way, we have a big special guest on Heat Beat, which everyone's going to love. Normal time on, on twitch.tv slash Heatbeat at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, I'm going to be on and, and a guest that uh, I think is going to make a lot of you guys really happy. So be on the lookout for that. So that's going to be a normal episode tomorrow. Today we're doing something a little differently. So I, if you've followed us on Twitter and if you've heard us talking, we do these things called Locker Room Sessions. Now, Locker Room is an app for apple and now for android by the way congratulations Woohoo! so android people can get it on this where it's kind of like clubhouse or like twitter twitter voice spaces or whatever uh where we kind of do like a little live show from our phone so it's a little bit different we take callers so a couple people from he twitter uh kind of joined in we got in on the conversation so we up so normally we don't put these on the pod feed we don't want to clutter things right we already do content like almost every day uh, and we don't want to, we don't want to make this feed insufferable, but because we had an off day and because there was nothing really going on and, and we had the show tomorrow with the guests wanted to kind of promote this. Like I wanted you to see what kind of show we're doing over there. And if you like it, and let's say you can't make the locker rooms because you know, you don't have time or you work or we do them during the day. We upload them all to our Patreon feed, patreon.com slash Miami heat So patreon.com slash Miami heat and uh, we upload them all there. So if you want to sign up to get those episodes, if you want that little bit of extra heat content, especially with the playoffs coming up uh, and all that stuff, you know, get in on that over there. So without further ado, here is our locker room exclusive podcast that we are giving you a taste of. It feels like Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the <laughs> Miami Heat Beat uh, locker room session things. I'm Rose McCarthy. Uh, today's going to be a fun day because today these are going on the pod feed. To today, this is this is going on the main feed. So uh, if you are in this locker room, you will be uh, you'll be heard by the vast audience of Miami Heat Beat. Uh, so I'm here with um, Tiff. Tiff, what do we what do we decide on? You're the master of uh, master of reality checks. Yes, I love it. I love it. Master master of reality. Uh, Tiffany Meeks. We also got shadow producer uh, Brian M. Brian, what's up? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, Brian. 
Uh, Tiff, let's get into let's get into last night a little bit because um, that I I have some thoughts and I I want you as the reality check master uh, to to give us I think the things that we need to hear. So yesterday, no Jimmy. Right. Uh, the offense the offense was good. I I, I will say this: they they had an, a one seventeen offensive rating this quarter for hundred points. Other than that really bad third quarter, uh, uh, their offense looked good. So I kind of want your thoughts on what do you take away from that? Because a game with no Jimmy and a game where Luka just goes nuts and then Tim Hardaway Jr. absolutely goes Nova. Um, I don't really know what you're supposed to make of that. I don't take anything away from it. I I think if you've been watching – this season in its entirety, there's nothing to take away from it. Absolutely, you know, you didn't have Jimmy. Um, that's not an excuse, obviously, because I think personally they had enough to win the game. Um, you make a few key stops here, a couple of key baskets here, you win the game. They had enough. They just didn't win. That's just that's it. Like. Uh, the game, you know, you know that, that second quarter. Would we like uh, would we like more points from Bam? Of course. Would we like more points from Ariza in the third and the fourth quarter? Of course. Tiff, you there? You there? I just heard her just cut yeah, off. Yeah, she, she just cut off. Well, I mean. We are uh, listen. We are we are a well-oiled machine, like the Heat in the second quarter. A reason scoring two points outside of the first quarter is really funny, considering uh, I tweeted out in all caps the Ariza game with many mm-hmm. exclamation points. So, right. yeah. So th- that's that's an issue. Um, I, we'll get into the Bam stuff later. I mean, honestly, that was a game where I think you miss Jimmy defensively more than anything because when Tim Hardaway is absolutely baking Kendrick Nunn right. and Duncan right. Robinson. And right. at least in Duncan's case, I don't even think, like, Duncan did a bad job. It's just, like, he doesn't have the size or the strength. And, and really, like, that's just – listen, he's not a lockdown defender, especially right. like, as a one-on-one guy. Uh, that's where you need Jimmy because in that situation, right. you know, you, you put Jimmy on him and, and you get a little bit of length, a little bit of physicality, uh, kind of maybe cools him down a little bit. I mean, it, it was just way too easy for him. Right. Well, and that's well, and then, you know, here's the thing about it. Like, when you look at those types of teams, where if you've got a main guy like Luca, and then you have another guy who has the potential to just go off like that, it's also just kind of like you could have still lost that game with Jimmy. You know, it's like we we have to be realistic about the fact that like Luca has turned into a guy that can get what he wants when he wants. So I mean. Bam in the first half, I thought did a really good job on. He did, and Luca still was getting the. Yeah, he still was scoring. So that's that. Those are the things you live with. Like you make it hard for him, and if he scores, you pat him on the ass and you run back down the court. Like that's just that's just what it is. Like they're not going to win all these games, but you just hope that like if a loss is a loss, it's not despair. You don't. It's not a disparaging loss. Like. I don't feel bad about that loss. I feel a little bad about it, but I kind of get what you mean. We are welcoming in. Listen, this is big time. Brian Goins, producer and co-founder, is gracing us with his presence on the lowly locker room sessions. Brian, I thought you were too big time for us. What's going on? Why, why are you here? Listen, I woke up early this morning for work at 6 a.m. Woke up yesterday at 5 a.m. I got nothing better to do for these next 30 minutes than talk to you guys. So you got that's me here. A, that's, that makes me feel really good. That makes me feel great. Brian, I know that you're Nothing uh, you're better a, than talking heat basketball with my Miami Heat beat crew. That's right. You are a fan that teeters on disaster more than anyone else. <laughs> you experienced last night how? Uh, I turned it off after the first half because I knew we were going to lose. That's it. You just yeet it out. You saved yourself the anguish. And I played Madden instead. I played. Uh, I was basically playing Madden 22 because I downloaded a new custom roster. And I played mm-hmm. with the new draft picks that the Dolphins signed. Or okay. drafted, rather. Is that what we're doing now? We're, yeah. we're, Yo, Jalen Waddle had three touchdowns on ten catches. Very good. Mm. I don't know. Is that good? I don't know. I don't know football. That, that, I mean, and three touchdowns is good for any player, no matter what sport you're playing. 
especially okay. a, a rookie coming in doing that. Well, look at that. Um, it was preseason, though, so I don't know if it really counts. I can't even blame you because the writing was on the wall in that second quarter. Because they, they actually, you know, when the Mavs went on a little run, Tiff, the Heat mm-hmm. punched back, right? They went on right. a little 5 yeah. run and the Mavs called timeout. And I yeah. was like, huh, okay, I feel good. I feel good. They, 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 took that, they took that punch from the Mavs. They responded a little bit. They, uh-huh. they kind of got into their offense. Um, right. I, I think Kendrick hit a shot, which was big because he struggled early in that game. And uh, and then the wheels came off completely. Right. Who's making all these left turns right now? Hmm? Me. Okay, I was like, I hear like a turning signal like every yeah, five seconds. It could be I'm me in the too. Car. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been driving to find like stable to find like a stable connection. So to, to peek behind the curtain, you know, we we do these lockers every morning, and, and most of us work. We have stuff to do. So yeah, I'm in the car. <laughs> yeah. So what what I do is I usually park. Um, by the salty donut in South Miami because I have really good data there, right? So I, I have a job around there, and I usually just park there because I. You're I only there so you can get the guava cheese donut. No lie. I can't. No, I usually get a coffee. I'm on, I'm on a diet. I'm watching my figure again. We're we're back. We're back <laughs> into culture mode. Um, but you know, I, maybe I'll get a cold brew with, with oat milk after. But you know, regardless, cop, I like. But that that guava and uh, and cheese donut though. I mean, it is. Oh my god, it's, it, it's other level. They it's have it now here. I I mean, thankfully I moved, so I can't use Uber Eats and have it delivered here anymore. But yeah, man, that that's that's dangerous. It's fine. No, it it is it, during the pandemic. It was very dangerous. It was. Listen, I I, I had my fair share of salty donut. Uh, but yeah, so I've I've been sponsor us. Yeah, sponsors. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been sifting around for. I think I found a spot with good internet in front of some jewelry store. So uh, you know, I, I, I think we're good. Uh, okay, we, we're going to bring in Luke here uh, as a speaker. What's up, Luke? What you got? Hey, Luke. Hey guys, first time, long time. Uh, quick shout out to uh, Wayne Cole in the crowd. Uh, hey, Wayne, one of my favorite people. <laughs> shout out to Wayne. Um. So when when we look at um, what happened last night, obviously um, no Jimmy. Uh, our offense is not the best without him. Um, for for the playoffs, obviously we're hoping we have Victor back. But if we don't, are we just gonna throw up our hands and say, okay, well Jimmy's got to play forty eight, or we're not gonna score? What what what? What's the best thing to do? I mean, going forward, when uh, we know that Jimmy's not going to be playing forty-eight minutes a game. Listen, Jimmy said in his quote, "As as long as the team gets to the playoffs, I'll take you from there." Um, I'm going to tell you the truth, Luke. Even if you get Victor back, Jimmy's playing forty. Yeah. So that's that's not a question. It doesn't matter if Victor comes back or not. Jimmy's gonna have to play forty. Well, how many minutes do you think I'm gonna look it up? How many minutes do you think Jimmy and Bam both played? Even Goron too in that first round against the Pacers. Um, I'm gonna look I, mean, it up. I don't think that I, I honestly don't think it, it, it that factors into it because we're not the same team. And there's no easy matchup in the first round that's gonna have injured, you know, the Pacers didn't have the bonus. Exactly. The easiest match would be the next. Yeah, no. I think we're all we're all in agreement on that. We're all in we're all in agreement that that's the best matchup. It, we don't know if that's the easy matchup. We don't know who we have. Best is being good. I don't trust the Knicks, man. I, so, I really don't. I want to. I want to. Hey, don't easy trust our help. Easy doesn't mean easy. <laughs> right. Easy does not mean easy. See, that's the biggest problem. Our health. Nothing is easy going forward because we're not healthy. Uh, Luke, we appreciate you, man. I, I kind of want to. Uh, I kind of want to also say, like yesterday, the offense. I want to reiterate. Yesterday, the offense wasn't a problem. They had a one seventeen offensive rating in that game. That is more than enough for this team to get it done, considering who they are in defense. So that was just really. I don't even want to say a failure of the defense, because like right. we said, you know, without Jimmy, you know, they they really lose that size. I mean, Andre was just man. It, it was rough on, on both ends for him. Ariza got in foul trouble, which that's honestly like another part of the game. Like in that third quarter, you know, they really could have put together a little run. And he he got, he picked up the fourth foul early. That was kind of a disaster. And Tim, that's when Tim Hardaway really went off. So they lose that kind of really rangy, sizey wing that you can switch. Um, they 
they just the reality is this team is built to have Jimmy on the court. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. Uh, there's the, they're built to have Jimmy on the court. There's just no way around it. And it's fine, but we also have to accept the games that happen like this when he doesn't play. Luckily, it's just a stomach issue and it's not an ankle or anything like that, you know. So there, there is a positive to look at it. It's a, it, it's a stomach issue. Is it confirmed that it's a stomach issue? Uh, I think was it someone reported that he was tested and he's negative. It's he's negative, yeah. Yeah, supposed to that yeah. in the pre. Okay, okay. So it might be so what Duncan ma- had. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying, like, that's the positive you take. Okay, you didn't have Jimmy, but it's a stomach issue, and then he should be right by Friday. Yeah, it sounds like it's been going around the locker room. I got yeah. some. Uh, I got some Did stats. It? Didn't you? Do you have it? All right, Brian. Brian gives some stats, and then we get to Dr. They're, they're very basic counting stats, but they're stats regardless. So Jimmy oh, Butler, yeah. in the first round of the playoffs against the Pacers, played exactly thirty-three point seven minutes per game. Bam played thirty-four point three, and Goron played thirty-four point one. So that's a healthy minute distribution. Well, on their they don't have a luxury. Um, one thing I want to bring up before we get to Dr. Struess, um, that I know that uh, you know Jimmy was out because he was sick and all that, but he had two games where he didn't play the fourth. He didn't play yesterday, and they have two days off. Mm-hmm. So we may actually have a semi-rested Jimmy, the most rest he's had since coming back. Right, right. That's why I said, luckily it's his stomach. So he literally is he's resting. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Victor Oladipo only played 30 minutes. That's right, he was hurt that one game. He was, was just looking. coming back. Yeah, yeah he was just hurt. coming back. D- Dr. Struess, welcome to the. What, I think this is your first time on speaking. What's up, man? What's up, guys? First time, long time. Um, I, I did. <laughs> I did have a question before I got to that. Um, you know, it's Cinco de Mayo, and it's pretty clear that he Twitter is drunk this morning. They've been hitting the tequila. I've seen oh, that sure. Bam is not a max player. Kendrick Nunn sucks. We're firing Spolstra. The crazy takes are out there this morning, so beware of that. The usual. The usual. Um, but I did have a question, and I know, you know, G and Tiff, you guys do a good job of breaking down the basketball side of things. Defensively last night, I agree, offense wasn't a problem. They just shot better than we did. But defensively, you saw the Heat play man-to-man and switch. You saw them man-to-man and blitz ball screens. You saw them play 2-3. They 2-3 trap. They did the 2-2-1. I mean, and they still have people saying Spolster didn't adjust. Like, what did you want the guy to do? Box him one, triangle and two, diamond right. press? Like, right, right. I, I don't know what else he could have done. No, there was nothing else he could have done. Like, people always forget you're as good as your personnel. That's it. Like, we, we – <laughs> We didn't have Jimmy to throw out there. So, you know, you've got a lot of lesser defenders who play very good help defense. So you mix and match your defense according to your personnel. And that's all you can do. And you pray for missed shots. That's it. There is nothing else they could have done. I think the other part of this is, is like I said a little earlier, like they didn't have the size because of Ariza's foul trouble and Jimmy not being there right. and Andre just slaying a goose egg. So, you know, normally they can throw a lot of length, especially on the on the blitzes, especially on switches. And that just wasn't there yesterday. And that's why it was relatively like a, a medium turnover game for Dallas. And I think when Miami's really clicking, they're really, really getting deflections. They're really, really putting pressure. Um, I thought Casey showed a couple flashes early and then right, just gave him right. nothing in the second half. Just right. kind of just but, the story of him. So, But, gee, that's all your personnel. Who's available? Yeah. That's it. And and they did. They mixed it up as well as possible. And, you know, you saw guys trying, but it's just like, all right, you know, if Jimmy was here, he'd be in that spot and you don't need player X. But Jimmy's not here. So you let KZ go out and try to give you something. It wasn't really driving kick stuff either because, I mean, like the Mavs didn't have a ton of assists as a team. It was like pull-ups, right? Uh, the Heat had like a, a significantly more amount of assists than Dallas, I think, last night. And that's just because Dallas was, was going unassisted three after three. It's Hardaway, you know, obviously 10, 10 of 18. Uh, Luka hit some some ridiculous. I mean, I, I wonder, Tiff, as a, as a player, like how do you feel like when a guy, when somebody hits a ridiculous shot over your good defense and that happens over and over? Is that like demoralizing? Like, I don't know. How does that affect you? I think, like, 
early on it is demoralizing. But the longer you play any sport and things like that happen, you realize that it happens. And it doesn't just happen to you, it happens to everybody. So there's a there's a huge difference in it. It's not like, you know, these guys have only been playing basketball for for a year. They've been playing for quite some time and they've seen people make ridiculous shots. They've made ridiculous shots on people. They just, you know, some nights you do the cooking and some nights you get cooked. That's just what it is. Uh, Dr. Struess, thanks so much, man. Nay, you want to plug your locker room sessions? Because I know you do some here on game days. Yeah, I appreciate you guys answering the question. Uh, I'm trying to do those game day vitamins kind of pregame right around the same time that you guys do your shows the day after. So on game days, right around noon, I have my, uh, my teaching lunch break. So I plug that real quick before I have to go back and, uh, change the world, I guess. Teacher appreciation week, guys. Teacher appreciation week. Thank you, doc. You're the best man. Um, yeah. So I, I, I went to, I went to bed, I went to bed upset. So like, you know, I'm so toxic after heat losses. I don't show it on the timeline. But I'm like in my personal life, I'm so fucking toxic. It's bad. I'm horrible. I'm like I'm so mean spirited. I'm like I become a different person. I don't know why. And it's certain losses that get me this way. Last night I was like I was mad. I was like, man, he's. I know that I shouldn't be upset because of the the way that the game played out, the machinations of the game. It's just some of their bad habits really came right. out, and it just right. frustrated me to no end. But that's okay. Yeah. That you know, but that's that's my whole thing. It's like sports bring out emotions in people. And that's the great thing about sports. It allows you to have all these unwavering emotions that swing both ways, right? So you get really high with the wins, you get really low with the lows. That's the whole thing about being a fan and the word is driven from fanatic. So that's why it's just all so uncontrollable. And that's why I'm always like, I don't care. Let people have their moment on, on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. And they're going to say what they're going to say about BAM and none and blah, blah, blah when there's a bad game. And then there's a good game. They're allowed to change the tune of the song because that's just how it goes. And you know what? None of our opinions matter at the end of the day. So what you're saying is that Brian can tweet out after a bad loss, Pat Riley failed Jimmy Butler. I, I think that's yes, what you're saying. As, yes, as long Let's as he does go. it from his person, as long as he does it from his personal account, he can do whatever he wants. Like, I Listen, we got over a thousand likes. I feel like that was worth it. Like I don't care. That's the you know, and it's like don't be the gatekeeper of everyone's emotions. Like, I'm with you. That's a sad look on an adult. Stop telling people how to feel. If Because at the end of the day, you're telling people how to feel, which means you feel a certain way too. So it's just sports. Right. It's okay. Listen, nobody wants them to lose. But guess what? They lost and they didn't lose any uh, – they didn't lose any uh, ground in the standings, I don't think. So you know what? It's another day. Now the real stuff comes up because the, the exactly. Knicks schedule gets brutal. They're going to have their two uh, games of fate against Boston. So really, I, I think the season is really we, – we've really entered the stretch run. This is the important stuff. New York is playing that gauntlet of a schedule. Atlanta is, is no cupcake run either. They have an – you know, the, the Sixers have, uh, as Zach Lowe calls it, an angel cake food schedule going forward. They are up two and a half, I think on the nets for the one seed. So they can they can lock that up by the time they get to the heat game. The Milwaukee could be firmly locked into three. And Miami might catch a couple breaks going their way. So right. let's talk a little bit about kind of their playoff positioning and and, and I, I we've talked a lot about like where we think they're gonna end up and this and that. But like I I think you get a week off for the playing. So if you avoid the playing tournament, you get a whole week off where I think not just getting your bodies right, but you get some practice time that you haven't had right, this season. Right, right. And they're they're still incorporating a lot of guys. And not to mention mm-hmm. whenever if and when Vic comes back, that's another guy that hasn't I don't think he's played a single minute with Deadman. Right. Uh, no, he hasn't. Or if he has it's been very little. Like there's 
there's something to be benefited from not being in the plane and having that week of practice and preparation. And by the way, you're not affected, right? So if they end up in, in six through through four, you know, they're going to know their matchup right away, right? They're, right? they're not, you know, you're not, you know, it's, it's not like you're seventh and you go, well, I might play this team or no, like, you know who you're going to play at that point. So you can have that week and, and spoke with a week of preparation. I like. Right. Right. No, I agree. I think, um, yeah, they could finish, they could finish anywhere, but they definitely need to go strong into that, that, time off and hopefully they're you know they're not in the play-in and they can and they also might need let's be realistic they might need a little time away from each other (laughs) Mm -hmm. that happens happens also like they just might need a little bit of time away from each other to get their minds right to get ready for the stretch run because i think this is going to be we saw what what we thought characters were made last year in the bubble i actually think this is where we're going to see characters being made or dismantled i think this is the playoff to where we say all right this team is almost there you're just missing x or we're going to look at this playoffs and go oh no they're missing a lot so i 100 I, I think this is it you know and and they're and listen, people are playing for contracts. Like, you think Ariza wants to come back next season? I bet he does. You think Mr. Deadman's looking for somebody to pick him up next season? I'm sure he does. Kendrick Nunn is oh, a yeah. free agent. These Duncan. these guys there's a lot on the line that like we don't even touch on because we're pissed off that Bam didn't take enough shots. That's something that I'm I'm like over you know, half the team doesn't have a contract for next year. That's guaranteed. Yeah, do we exactly. only have five people on the roster next season right now? Technically, yeah. That's a, that's okay. if we're picking up the options on a couple of right. guys on the team. Brian, what do you what do you think gets done with Iguodala? You know, before we get into some of the BAM stuff, because he he has a team option for about fifteen million, and that's interesting because if they decline, obviously, you know, you you'd never don't want cap space, but. If they're in a position where they need to sign and trade, that fifteen million dollar contract is going to be that is going to be their golden ticket. But obviously, they're not going to know because free agency happens after the opt in opt out period. So, how do you mm-hmm. think that plays out? They can push his opt out later if they need to. They can. How much mm-hmm. later? I think about a week after free agency starts. Okay. Oh wow! I did not. I did not know they could do. Is that that? Is that a specific but they, but stipulation? But then part of his the salary guaranteed. So if he gets released, then part of his salary gets guaranteed. That's the only way it works. Is that a hit um, against the cap? Yeah, it gets against the cap, obviously. Um, okay. I think, personally, it really depends on who they want to go after, who they want to chase. Obviously, if the Clippers don't make it far in the playoffs, then there's a good possibility that maybe the Heat might want to save some of those contracts, including Goron, and try to do a sign trade because right now they don't have the cap space to sign him outright if they want to go after Kawhi. Um, it really it's hard to, to tell. I think the most obvious is just keep the same roster and just re-sign Victor Oladipo um, and be an over-the-cap team. That's like the most obvious. And then if you really wanted to, we could still have some cat space, re-sign Victor under his cap hold, and then you can try to go after a player like Kyle Lowry and you can try to team those two up. Um, and But that would require, obviously, declining both Goron and and uh, Iggy's team options. So there's a couple uh, different ways that he could build onto this roster. Um, I definitely think they're, they're going to bring back Duncan just because his cap holds so minimal. And no matter what contract they give him, I think they'll be able to make it work, um, even probably with the luxury tax. If they pay the luxury tax, at least it's not a, a repeater tax. And I think whatever roster they bring in next year, should be the roster that they they think is going to compete for a title. I think this year we're seeing like obviously there's there's holes that that we wish we, we could fill, and I think next year we'll have a lot more flexibility to fill in those holes if if needed. I think the I think the harder decision this may be a hot take between Victor and anybody else would be Victor and Deadman. I think that they may really try to, to keep him. That's a that's an yeah. element that I don't I think... I mean, he's on a Vetman contract. They could bring him back um, on a higher salary, actually, just just because they have uh, an early bird on, I think, on his option. But if anything, they could also just re-sign him to one of the exceptions. 
Same with Goron. I, if they decline his option, they can bring back Goron on one of the exceptions. So they got options. I don't know how many of the guys on his team that they'll actually will bring back. I think they can split. The honestly, MLE. I don't think none's going to be back next year, just because I I think if they had to, if once you're, once you're paying a lot of these guards, which is what's going to end up happening, I think he's probably one of the last people you would want to pay if you're going to bring back this entire like group back. You know, I also I also think that like you can't really do any foreshadowing on this like we need to see the playoffs play out 100 percent um just because i am i'm in the camp of none of them are back until they're back like i just if i if we were doing it right now i would say oh i have the option of this this and this okay then i'm actually letting a few of these players walk um and that's just based on right now so we don't know what happens during the playoffs because the idea too is that like if you're taking this off season and you're saying we've looked at the landscape, this is what we need to do to get out of the East and to, you know, win the championship, then you need to, you, you can't sit there and tell me you're going to pick up Gorn's option and then you're going to let a lot of these other people walk past you. Like that's to me, that's not an option. Like, I love Gorn, but like, if if he doesn't really show us something in the playoffs, that's not an option I'm picking up. I don't think they ever planned on picking up his option. I, I always felt it was somewhat understood, or the way it was structured was like, here's your one-time balloon payment, kind of like what we were talking about last season. Yeah. And you know they have the that's why it was a team option because I think every contract he's had has had a player option. They're like, we're going to give you a team option so that depending how next year looks, we can decline it and we would want to keep you. But that was for a sign. And I think that that was kind of Giannis insurance because when they were, I think they kind of saw the writing on the wall with the BAM contract and they knew that they weren't going to have cap space to sign a max player outright. So by giving Goron that team option and by giving Andre that team option, and I also believe that Redacted had a team option as well, mm-hmm. they could have cobbled together enough salary for a huge signing right. trade. Well, that's $45 million right there. Yeah. yeah, so I think that was the thinking with that. Right, but the, and the idea is, I, because I always stick with the idea is to win. So you're win you need you you need to like look and see what you're lacking. You're lacking a real point guard. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, and I don't care how you're you're gonna cobble uh Vic and somebody else in the backcourt. At the end of the day, you need a point guard that can make plays effortlessly for other people who can hit the open shot. Who knows when to slow the game down? Who knows when to speed the game up? You need that. You don't have that, and you still don't have it with Vic. So, Doctor, go ahead. Doctor Seuss and Chad is, is saying that none is a restricted free agent, which is true, and that's going to be, I think, one of the hardest. Yeah, he's going to get a, a media offer from somebody. Oh yeah, he's going to get that money, but he and he's not the and he's still not the type of player I'm talking about. Like, because for me. If you're keeping none, like you're paying him starters money, but I feel like he should he should be a sixth man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's tough because the market for the yeah. point guards that I think you and I would want uh, are it's a little dry. I, I think it may be kind of looking at what they can do for Lowry and kind of agree on the years. Uh, right. I know that something was floated around it was like two years for 50 so 25 each which oh man if you give none 10 million and then trade him and iggy sign and trade none's gonna make more than than 10 and i don't think the raptors would need a guy like that um but i mean lowry lowry two for 50 or something like that two for 45 that expires when jimmy's deal expires and I, i just think that you always want to kind of like kind of stack your contract so that they expire at the same time, especially with your star. So you, you kind of have a good idea of what you want your future to be. What's up, Alf? Mm-hmm. What's up? What are we talking, off-season talk? Uh, we just kind of got – I mean, we were going to get into BAM stuff right now. We were just kind of – oh, we were, talk, we were talking about Andre and what they're going to do with, with Andre's team option, and we kind of got a little bit sidetracked. 
I said I last night on hangover time that Andre shot attempts should not go against their field goal percentage, but should count as turn- <laughs> it should count as turnovers. Like every you time see that layup. Oh no! It should just count as a turnover because it's like we come on. Let's let's stop playing around. That's not a real shot attempt. It's it's just giving the ball back to the other team. It should be counted as a turnover. I don't, you know, the, you know, I'm not counting it against the Heat's field goal percentage. I'm going to do the math when the season's over and give you guys their real field goal percentage. I'll fight this. Dude, when he – there were a couple of those fucking layups that he put up that I screamed, what the fuck. I got so mad. There's not a single time anymore that he shoots where I feel good about it. Even when he makes it, I get mad. I don't feel good when he catches the ball anywhere on the floor. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> and he's not even defending well. There, no. was a cl- there was a closeout where he led with his shoulders. And Bro, I'm like, I know exactly the one you're talking about. I was like, hands up, dude. What the fuck? Your arms are long. <laughs> like what? I don't understand what the shoulder's going to do. He has nice big shoulders. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad he's proud of him. But, like, what are you doing? Like, he like led like a like a, a fullback. Like it was the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. But uh, who has the nicest shoulders in the NBA? He, who has them? Andre Drummond. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> who has sucked? By the way, thank God they got Deadman. The Lakers are Lakers are probably watching Deadman, being like, "Damn, that could have been us." Deadman was out there looking around like, "Who are these clowns?" Last night, Mister Deadman, baby. Like Mister Deadman was looking at KZ Akpala, like, "What do you do here, son?" <laughs> so disappointed in him. Yeah, like, what's your role here, boy? Al, would you want how? Would you how? Like, you want to keep Deadman for next season, right? Like, you want him back? I want I him do. back. I, I don't want to. I don't want to overpay him. Or I don't want to go crazy. Like, think he's about his, the content, though. Think about as content creators. Like, oh, as content, we, yes. Like, he's we, worth more to us than he is to the Heat. I tweeted that out the other day. <laughs> I was like, he may have given us more content. Then he's given the heat production, and that's crazy because he's been awesome. <laughs> he's been How amazing. hard do you think it would be to get him on the podcast? He's like the Solomon Hill from this. From we should try year. that, Alf. I'm just worried that he'll be offended by you know like the driving Miss Daisy Photoshop. Like, <laughs> no, no, we can't tell him that. I mean, he would he he might like the Deadman Garage. I think he might. The Deadman's Garage is funny. I, some of it is just. Do you think Solomon Hill's ever played with with Deadman? Do you think he might have his phone number just laying around by any chance? Well, we'll, we'll get on that. You know, we should try that. Let's. I'm gonna try for that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to see if we can. Maybe in the if in the week between the playoffs, we can get Dwayne Deadman on. That that might be a lot of fun. I don't know. I want to get Deadman all. I, like I want to get him on in the off season where we just talk to him about like. What, I really want to know what he was doing. Engines. <laughs> I, I want to know what he was doing, like while he was not signed to a team. <laughs> because if he says fixing, fixing up old that cars, Pontiac. yeah, if he says fixing up old cars, I'm going to lose my shit. The place in the transmission of like an antique Pontiac. <laughs> <laughs> if he just says something like, "Oh man, I was just working in my garage," I'm going to I'm going to have brass hit the buzzer immediately on him. <laughs> that interview's over. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need, and we got the soundbite. Thanks. Listen, I think there might be a connection here with Solomon Hill and Dwayne Devin, because obviously Solomon Hill is playing for the Hawks. Last time Dwayne Devin played, he was on the Hawks. We can do this, all, Brian. It's only a year apart, but there's players on that that Hawks roster that might still degrees have of number. separation. Just degrees yeah, of there's, sep- there's, there's at least two degrees of separation here. I think we can make it happen. Let's get this done. I want, but I want him in the offseason. I don't want to talk to him about Heat basketball. You just want to talk to him. <laughs> I want to talk to him. I, what if, what I, if we did like a mega pop where we had both him and Solomon Hill on the same? Oh time? my god! So much, so much life experience between those two. Anyway, guys, what do you think Deadman and Udonis talk about on the bench? Uh, just old times. Not retired. Uh, <laughs> uh, eight track tapes. Um, uh, they do the the Shaq and like Charles thing. How they hate how the game has changed. Oh, I, Deadman hates the way hates three pointers. He hates them. He belly doesn't Duncan play. Robinson. Yeah, Deadman has no respect for Duncan Robinson. He hates the three point play. He hates three point shots. He wants to go back to bully ball, you know. You think he's ever heard of a podcast? What's that? No, he doesn't know what a podcast, podcast is. <laughs> he's gonna be. He's. He, we're gonna. We're gonna call him. He's gonna be tapping his radio. Like what? <laughs> he's confused by people dribbling with both hands now. <laughs> he's like, what is all this? 
fans, you know what I'm saying? Back in my day, Jerry West. <laughs> He's like, why are these shorts so long? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I got to go, guys. I just got to go. Take care. Last couple minutes of the show, Tiff. Let's uh, let's, let's gather ourselves. I was oh, that was hilarious. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about Bam before we get out of here because we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about that. So Bam, um, you know, not his uh, not his best scoring output of the season. Um, Eleven points, nine rebounds, eleven assists, four of ten from the field, uh, six free throws. So not not bad, but not you know what you want it to be. I I like what you and Jack have been saying. It's just not who he is. He's in year three, and I think if you want him to be a different person, you're just barking up. Right. You do. You've got to let his talent develop in such a way because he's playing his role right now. He's doing what the team's the team is asking him to do. He's playing great defense. He's setting up his teammates. He's taking the shot when he feels it's there. Not when we feel it's there. See, that's the difference. Like, because I can watch and go, oh, there was probably like 15 more times he was open for the shot. But that's through my lens. Through his lens, that may not be the shot for him. So that's why I keep saying we just we're gonna have to take the good with the bad because he's he's not a fully formed player yet. He's not even close to what where his mega potential is. Like he's not no even ceiling. close. Exactly. So these are the things we just gotta like we just gotta ride out. And his aggressive level on the offensive end, it wanes because with most young players that's what happens. He's not, you know, he's not playing for like who's who's like the worst. Who has the worst record in the league? Like I don't even know. But he, that's right, I think. I think okay, it's the Rockets. So, or you're right. So he didn't go to Houston with Kelly because had Bam gone to Houston, guess what? He would have had to shoot 25 times a game because there's no one else to shoot. There's no one else to run offense through. You know. But he wasn't – He luckily, he wasn't fortunate enough to fall to the Rockets. He's with the Heat where they have other options on offense where they don't need him to shoot 30 times a night, but he could if he wanted to. I remember so he was a backup, too, when he started. Right. right. So at some point, we want that could and that should to become a marriage. Mm-hmm. You understand, you understand no, what I'm saying? 100%. And I think he'll get there. Yeah. I also think that, you know, Jack has said this a lot on Twitter, that he doesn't really have the guards that are good passers and pick and roll to really he get doesn't. him. He doesn't. He, when he, like, if you notice sometimes when he gets into the post and even when he puts his hand up, they don't even make the proper post entry. Jimmy's the only like one. They're, they're throwing it to his offhand. And it's like, guys, his hand is up in the air. He's calling for it. Why I don't remember if it was passing? Chris or uh, or Alf last night on Hangover Time. They were saying like you see like Goron, Nun, all these guys like they'll pick up the ball and they put it above their head like they're gonna pass it to him and he's got a small mm-hmm. guy on him and mm-hmm. they like fake it two or three times yep. and then they're like I'll just pass to the left. Yep, they do that air pump fake, which is the most ridiculous thing because it's like if you're gonna get that ball that far, then you need to release it to him while he's ready. Mm-hmm. And then the other problem is, is that if it does reverse, Ben doesn't reverse his post and call for it. Like, he doesn't call for it on the other side. It's kind of like if he doesn't get it, then, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not in this play. So let me just get ready. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a lot of things that are happening for him. And, you know, we're, he's, he's ahead of schedule. Um, and it, there's a lot of pressure because he's young, and it's 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 him or Jimmy. That's it. Like this is this is how they ride right now. It's him and Jimmy. There's no in between. And I yeah, let's, go ahead, G. No, I I thought yesterday was another example of like where kind of Jimmy's just value for for everybody on the team. Even if Jimmy and, and Bam don't run like a high screen and roll at the top. You know, if Jimmy screens a little bit off ball, kind of gets in motion, is in, a, is in a threatening position on the floor, it gives Bam a little more breathing room to kind of make a move he likes. Bam's not a tight quarters type of scorer. You know, so right. He'll catch the ball under the rim and he'll squeeze one, one, one up and in. But just you know, when he catches the ball on the elbow, he likes space. It's just not – he's just not a guy who's going to maneuver those tight spaces. So 
he he's a guy that needs everyone on the floor to be in a threatening position, which I think he'll grow out of that. I think he'll get to a position where he doesn't need those optimal conditions. Uh, you know, he's like a succulent. Right. right. Succulents are very they're, they're hard to raise. Succulents are not easy. They're very fickle. <laughs> they need they need the correct kind of conditions for them to thrive. And but when they do, they're amazing and they're beautiful. You're like, wow, this is like one of the most incredible plants I've ever had. And then when, you know, it's not going so great, you're just like, why are you such a pain in the ass? And I feel like that's kind of the BAM experience. He's a succulent. I mean, can you imagine if he had a full off season and wasn't recovering from a shoulder injury? What he would look like? Did he have COVID? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And Well, he had COVID before the playoffs, but he got hurt in the finals. He tried to come back, and then he had, what, a month and a half with no right, training camp, right. no nothing? like. Right. Uh, like, I know we were like, hey, where's all the moves you were supposed to add? It's like, with what fucking time? I mean, he did have the jumper. So let's not. Let's not. Well, uh, he had it. He's just right. more comfortable with it. He wasn't yeah. adding. Hey, guys. Moves. He wasn't adding footwork or anything. Hey, guys. I'm, I'm walking into. I'm walking into. Take care, Tiff. All right, guys. Take care. All right. Take Bye. care. Well, Bye, I mean, that's kind of our show anyway. Brian, what would you have on the way out to finish your thought? What I got on the way out, um, if you want to come out with one silver lining from last night's game, it's that the Mavericks are still ahead of the Lakers in the seeding. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping, and the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. Basically, we helped him. Woke. That's the one that we had to lose. That was the must lose. I, I uh, have but a they're still number lining. six, so they're not in the playing game just yet, but they're a game behind. Uh, who's, oh. their, who's, who's currently ahead of them in the standings? I had it up. So currently ahead of the standings in the Western Conference are the Trailblazers who honestly, man, of all the teams that have really disappointed me, it's dumb because they should have beat the Hawks. Mm-hmm. That was a game that we needed 10. the Hawks to lose, and they were up. Yeah, Blazers not helping us at all. Neither is Memphis. No. Memphis, Memphis laid a goose egg against the Knicks. And then I, I was looking at 538 because you know how they have like their little NBA predictions kind of the like stats? Yeah. yeah, so right now they got the Heat 96% to make the playoffs, 5% to make the finals, and 1% chance – to win the finals. Do they have the seeding percentages? Because 538's models are actually pretty good for that. And they yeah, right now they have the Heat finishing. Uh, right now they have them Six. projected to finish with a 38-34 to 34 record, which ties the Celtics. But I guess they're having us beat the Celtics 
enough to win the tiebreaker because we're ahead of them. That would be two. So the Heat, man, that's weird. How would they tie the Celtics and beat them twice? That's crazy. That might not. That might see that that projection might not factor in the fact that Philly and Milwaukee may rest, so they may have those as losses. Probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah simulations. So, so it, yeah, they have the Heat finishing 38-34, Hawks finishing 40-32, Knicks finishing 40-32, so we would be the sixth seed. Um, okay. okay. Uh, so there are worse things in the world. Brian, what's, what, Brian M., what was your silver lining? Oh, yeah, like um, going back to the loss last night, um, once we start losing and it's definitely like a blowout, I stop watching the score and I start watching like individual players, especially ones that are hurt or like to see what they're doing. And while Goron had a few good games, like points-wise, and he was looking good, last night is the first time I felt, not in burst, but like the whole game, he had speed again. I Especially don't in transition. I don't disagree. I think he's looked pretty good as of late. I think he's looked spry. I think he's looks not, not, I wouldn't say with burst, but I, he does look a little bit better. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be what he was last season, but I think if he can provide a little bit of something off the bench, Mm-hmm. That's just gonna be, that's gonna go a long way. Um, yeah. We appreciate everybody who stopped by. Uh, you're conf- normally we would upload these to Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Miami Heapies. So if you miss any episode of this of Locker Room, we will upload them there. Uh, today we're going on the Big Boy Show. We're going on the Big Feed uh, tomorrow. So there's no there's no Twitch stream tonight. Uh, we have two days off in between games and. You know, filling uh, filling a lot of content is, is tough. So we're gonna we're posting this to the podcast feed. So make sure to check that out if you miss part of this and you want the rest and you want a little free preview of what we put on Patreon tomorrow on Twitch, seven p.m. We have a very special guest. I'm very excited. This is this might be the guest I'm most excited for all season. Uh, I'm very happy, and I think you guys are going to like our guests a lot. So make sure to check us out tomorrow, twitch.tv slash MIAHeatBeat at 7 p.m. Eastern time for a live edition of Miami Heat Beat, And, of course, Hangover Time, the day that follows on Friday against the Timberwolves and the Weird Al pregame show uh, preceding the game 30 minutes before. So thank you guys so much for coming through. We appreciate you. We love you. Make sure if you – listen, I said this before. If you're not subscribed on YouTube, you should go do that. Follow us on Twitch uh, and subscribe on YouTube. And if you subscribe on YouTube and if you tweet at MIHeapy to screenshot proving that you're subscribed, we will follow you back. The subscriptions mean a lot to us. You don't understand. It's really tough. I, I, I've become a professional beggar. It's tough out here in these content-creating streets uh, trying to make a little bit of money to make sure that we all get paid and, and we have fun doing so. So the subscription helps because it, it really helps our algorithm. And that you know we're at we're at YouTube's mercy. So if you can throw us a, a sub on YouTube, that would be huge. We would be indebted to you forever. And tweet us so that we can follow you back. So we love y'all. Take care and uh, enjoy uh, enjoy the rest of your day.